0: You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation.
1: I am still sitting here after seeing the Atom Project and trying to figure out what popcorn rating I'm going to give it. This is something that's very rare for me. I typically go into a review knowing exactly what I'm going to give it, but... Maybe Eric will help steer me in the direction that I hope he steers me. And Eric, how the hell are you doing today, buddy?
0: Uh, Usually, if you have to say that, then you already know what rating you're going to give it. And that speaks for itself. I've been in that position before and hopes that our conversations would either talk me one way or the other. So hopefully you could do the same for me because I'm in the same position that you are, to be honest.
1: No, yeah, like it was very hard to sit back. Like, you know, I, The Adam Project is a Netflix movie. You can watch it right now at home. You don't have to go to the theater. I think it was released in theaters. And after the movie is over with, my wife and I looked at each other and I went, huh. And she went, yeah. I was like, hmm. She's like, I agree. So it's like, it's just something that's been kind of weighing on me all day today. Why at my personal job, just trying to think what i think of this movie a movie that um that's very familiar we have seen this movie before right we've seen this storyline
0: it it seems like it it's kind of a pick and choose sci-fi now it does seem like we have seen something like it before you know kind of but at the same part it it has its own little flavor on it there's a there's a story within the story on this it's not just a science fiction it's also a love story but the love story is about family and you know the the love of a, of a boy and the mom and of a family and uh, the father it, it's kind of that persevering love that uh transcends the timeline with uh his wife was uh zo uh zeldana right am i saying that right
1: uh, his wife. I'm going to say that was, uh, Oh God, the green girl from guardians.
0: Yes. That's what her, that's what her official name is. Oh, green girl not from Guardians.
1: Her name's not Nebula. God darn it. What's the Greek? I'm S i am I said it last night. I was like, Oh, that's what's its face. God darn it.
0: Go, go. Gamora,
1: on. Gamora, Gamora. Yes. There we go. No, yeah. She'll always be Gomorrah to me. Um, Great cast. I, I mean, I mean, you got Hulk, you got Deadpool, you got Gamora, and you got uh, X Men. Electra. Athlete. Electra. I mean, I mean, where can you go wrong? Um, something that didn't go wrong right off the bat is this kid. I guess this is this kid's first acting job in real life. Uh, he's actually 12 years old, and one of his favorite movies of all time is Deadpool. And you can clearly see because this kid is honing in on Ryan Reynolds. I mean, they might as well just cg would to twelve-year-old Ryan Reynolds, right? This kid is Ryan Reynolds through and through.
0: He he's got a lot of the same mannerisms, and it it does seem like I don't know if he's acting like Ryan Reynolds or if Ryan Reynolds just acts like a like a teen.
1: Wow, uh, yeah, might be, it's, is
0: it a mix of both? That to say, I
1: mean, yeah, I would I would go with the latter on that one. Yeah, yeah. But, but it, he has kind of that charm, his, though.
0: But you're, you're right. This is his first, uh, wow, did this kid win a contest or something? I, I don't know. No idea. So, Adam Project, this is your
1: typical, uh, well, typical, I guess, is a bad word. But this is your, yeah, okay, typical. This is your typical uh, tra- time travel movie. It takes place in the year 2050. hop Right? Ryan Reynolds steals a spacecraft. We don't know why. Ha-ha. And he crash lands in the year two thousand twenty-two accidentally, and he stumbles upon his twelve-year-old self, and they have to get together to figure out how to stop time travel from happening because the world, like Terminator, is pretty much the world that Ryan Reynolds comes from. papa that's the plot, right? I mean, yeah. So I have all right. So I have issues with this. So Ryan Reynolds steals his his well his spacecraft, right? Not his plane you can't say a plane but the world knows time travel exists and it has this cannon that goes underneath the ship and he shoots a pulse signal that creates a wormhole that shoots him to wherever the program that he programs to takes him to he was supposed to go back in november of 2018 but he landed in i think november of 2022 and he lands in his own backyard right
0: uh so no no, it was two years so he he landed in
1: 2020.
0: No, 2022. Oh, 2022. Yeah. And then she landed in
1: 2018. Yep. Okay. Yep. The reason why is because I was, because it said year 2022. And I was like, ah, so then my wife and I were doing math on how old we will be in 2050. And we wanted to make sure since the kid was 12 years old in 2022, would 40 plus year old Ryan Reynolds be that age in 2050?
0: Oh, all right then so math adds
1: up but anyway so some some little gripes real quick was this the set of twilight i mean like seriously uh did they did they film this in washington state because i i want this house eric and i want to kind of paint the picture to the fans we don't really see the front of the house that often clearly it was on a soundstage however though this 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 like this log cabin house on the whole back side of the house is all this glass overlooking just endless, endless, beautiful, beautiful woods. And this kid's not afraid of the woods at all. Like, what a great looking house. I want this house. This house is cool.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't think they say at all where the movie takes place in the movie. Right. Do they? I don't think they ever do. No, that's why I'm asking. Was it Twilight? The, the house is obviously gorgeous. Uh, close enough, it's Pacific Northwest. This, this is filming was in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia.
1: Oh, that's where Ryan Reynolds is from. So because of COVID, he probably filmed it in his backyard.
0: I mean, it's possibly Vancouver is a, uh, is a big area, and British Columbia is a, is a beautiful province.
1: All right. Well, anyway, so 12-year-old boy gets beat up in school, schoolyard bully, right? 12-year-old boy is Adam, young, 12 years old, Ryan Reynolds, in our timeline. And yes. he, has a, he has a mouth on him, and his mom is Electra, Jennifer Gardner. And she's a single mom. Well, she's a widow. Her husband, we find out, dies in a car accident. We don't know anything really about the father. She's trying to go on dates. Nothing's kind of really working out. he Adam, the twelve year old boy is always kind of like a jerk to these boyfriends rightfully so I was the same way as Adam, so I could relate to this twelve year old kid. You don't even know you don't even you don't even want to know how many boyfriends I scared away.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure it's <laughs> uh, it's just kind of comes with it. <laughs> I mean you're already a shit at at that age anyone at that age at that developing age, right? What what is he like thirteen? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. yeah, it's already pretty awkward then. And so he's gonna do whatever he can to lash out. It's already a bad time already because he's dealing with the loss of his, his father and yeah. So uh that's a bummer. Bummer for oh. any guy who's trying to trying to get it.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna do something that's a little different right now.
0: Um you sound bored. At this it's are you bored? For this movie, like kind of because okay I didn't know really what I was expecting, but the way that it started is not the way how it ended. No, yeah, I agree. And I think it's almost at this point where I felt the movie start to turn a bit. Okay, because the first place, like we we get the setup for, was the origin, right? Like so, the the young Ryan Reynolds is dealing with a hard loss of the father, dealing with being bullied by the kids at school, you know, dealing with uh, his mom trying to bring in these new people, you know, he's going through a lot, and uh, on top of all this, he goes to. Was it, the garage or his dad's? His dad's shed. Yeah, Yeah. whatever the hell. And older him, who came back in time, instantaneously goes there, and this is kind of where the adventure starts, right? Now, normally, in the world that we grew up in of cinema, when the young kid discovers the the new thing, the outer space, you know, the the alien, the alternate timeline, whatever the hell it is, it's it's a bit more um shocker like ah ah kind of like et moment well they deal with it in more like in a fragile way and uh, you know like yeah there's a bit more of the shock and a bit more of the discovery ryan reynolds uh, though his character just seems to be like okay well listen let's just cut through this and get over his and really like failing to uh, what uh, like later on with the other characters, like his dad, for instance, uh, says, and it's like, holy shit, you're like, hey, you're really destroying the fabric of time by doing this. In which, by the way, they, they address twice, or even more than that, probably. And then they just never, like, have any consequence. There there really isn't any, you know, ripple of the fabric of time here. They all get what they came in there to do. Uh, and, and no effect of it was no, no butterfly wing would cause any tsunami that I can see, you know, it it was, uh, it was just a weird turn to have because I, I don't think, I don't know. Hold on. Let me, was this based off of something? Was this just a screenplay?
1: It was a screenplay that he helped write Ryan Reynolds. So, I mean, okay. So while you're doing that, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. I'm going to disagree with you on, on two points. First point is what you just ended with. Um, I'm actually sick and tired of time travel movies that try to think that they're clever, right? Oh yeah. Um, I'm I am sick of time travel movies with the butterfly effect and oh, don't step on this mosquito or Hitler will never be, you know, will 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 never kill himself. I'm just I'm just really sick of those kind of like time travel movies. So I kind of like this as a breath of fresh air, like where they're like. Hey, you know, don't want to screw up the timeline, but then they just drop it. Because who cares, right? I mean, which is what I'm kind of happy about. Like, I don't want to spend time wondering about the science of time travel in a movie like this, because this movie doesn't ask me for that. I'm here to have a good time and watch Ryan Reynolds do what Ryan Reynolds
0: does. I, I get it, and I'm out for that. But then, why even bring it bring it up? Because because it, they
1: feel like they have to. They're handcuffed. Because that's what all time travel movie geeks are like. But you
0: have to explain. I, Tell me I'm wrong. I, I you're you're not. And at the at the same part, I feel like anything that you didn't need to address it, you could have just said it, something at the end with uh, Catherine. Uh, keener at the end, just kind of wrapping it up as as their bad guy monologue uh, does her thing. But even with that, you know, if uh, fragile a fabric of time that is, they're going around with um, how the bad guys interacted with this is, which um, there were really cool action. I will give this movie a lot of credit with the action. I thought was, that was actually really cool. Um, I wanted more of that actually. I wanted more of the action and less of the kind of the political takeover and like the family involvement seemed kind of like a weird part of it too because he's just like you keep on just breaking rules of of the of time travel but whatever again who cares going along with it but uh, then you have the introduction of now weapons and the bad guys come in from the future and then get killed into the future or is how does like that's confusing to me
1: Well, they say that they don't exist. So like if a bad guy comes in and he gets killed, henchman number three. So then before he becomes henchman number three, he just dies in his timeline. Well, see, look now, here we are. We're trying to figure that out. We're going to go cross side. This movie's not telling us they may say stupid stuff because they are handcuffed by the time travel nurse to say the stupid stuff, but they don't care.
0: Well, here's the weird thing too about this action part is that it's all about zone. So let's say that, uh, for instance, that, you know, uh, um, I'm at Jordan's house in, in 2022, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the bad guys are in 2050. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they know that, uh, oh, well, Jordan would go to Jordan's house. So, We'll just in go to Jordan's house in 2050, or where it would be, and then we'll just send bad people back, or right? Or they have like a meter or a monitor that it says that uh, uh, oh hey, scanning this area for you know 2022 to see if there's any people, any people that you're looking for here. It, it you're able to like just just kind of, you know, turn a dial and send people back to that time and say, go get them.
1: There again, you're going cross-eyed.
0: It's, yeah, I I don't, if this movie... You're
1: you're, you're, you're just going cross-eyed. You're asking too much that this movie's not asking you to ask. This movie's stupid. This movie's Van Wilder, but time travel. I mean, that's what I'm trying to get across. And the other thing that I disagree with you on... Let's, let's, let's just turn it over before we go cross-eyed here, is um, I actually kind of think that young Adam's uh, reaction to him older self, Ryan Reynolds, was completely believable, right? Who knows you better than yourself, right? So, like, as soon as you see this older person at a 12-year-old kid of pushing 50-year-old guys, an old guy at this point, and the dog on his lap, He has your mannerisms. He knows how to get into your dad's cabin. Nobody else does. This guy eats the kind of same way you do. This guy finishes your sentences, right? I mean, his reaction was very justified, which I mean is there was no E.T. screaming moment. It was, oh, my God, you are me in the future, and I will accept that because this movie is just that dumb, so I'm going to go with it. Do you follow me at all?
0: Yeah, e- yes, but at, at the same, I e- yes, I guess it's. I don't have the. My problem was not with the kid. I guess it's. It was with. What's your problem? I guess with the stuff with the story. I just how they hurried it along. It's like he's moving fast. Ryan Reynolds is moving fast because obviously he's being chased by the bad guy Catherine Keener and the big corporate group right the big jets in the air and they're coming to get us and we got to go and why are we you know who are we going to go or why are we going to go and originally they're trying to go back to 2018 right to get no that was not the original well he was
1: trying to go back to 2018 because we find out that he has a wife and he assumes that his wife has passed away She uh, jumped into a wormhole to 2018, but she never returned. So he thinks that she's dead. So in the beginning of the movie, uh, we find out what happens, which we find out in the middle of the movie, that Ryan Reynolds stole his own spacecraft to go to 2018, but since he was being attacked, he screwed up and went to 2022. So when they're given that awesome lightsaber fight, The kid's right, by the way, when Ryan Reynolds said it's not a lightsaber. Kid was right. It's a lightsaber. Mm -hmm. Right. Kid's right. Great fight scene. Uh, Unbelievable because every time that he uh, would cough with the hole in his side, it would fart. That got a laugh out of me. Yeah, that was fun. Typical Ryan Reynolds little little jokes here. Um, He's doing a great job. Great job with household appliances uh, fixing that bullet wound and just, just kicking butt, and all of a sudden this rocket launcher, bah, right, comes out of nowhere, and out of the woods comes Gamora. His wife, she's like, hey, I've been here since 2018. I know you would show up. I just so somehow knew that you would come to your childhood home in 2022. Does it make sense? No. Is it what we need to get the story going? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely
0: yep and uh, what's this uh, it, w- it was also that uh, young Adam could get the spaceship and then they could uh, yada yada get the thing to jump back again to do 2018 Mm. we're skipping a bunch of stuff
1: I mean like what you're skipping is that Ryan Reynolds older Ryan Reynolds confronts young Adam's bully hopefully that situation figured. you know it's figured out Adam tell old Adam tells young Adam about the wife and that they met each other in air force school. She came into the wrong classroom. She, she came into the wrong building instantly fell in love and boom, they're in the air force with got with time travel. They go back. I'm sorry. She saves the day in 2022. He goes with great car chases, by the way, goes to her cabin and they have the i've missed you sex scene right yes. the kid right very good actually my wife was smiling through the whole thing when uh, you know when she slammed against the door and he's like ow 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 and she's like adam suck it up yep my wife giggled so okay all right good one and then she drops the bomb on him hey you have been searching for me i knew you would find me you did however you got to go back to 2018 to stop the evil ceo who's funding your dad because if you don't then time travel and all this nonsense and she we don't see her death she gets a death off off camera but um Gamora holds her own man right i mean i mean like she goes against the evil bald head uh, henchman uh shoots up i mean good
0: yeah she's got like a, a little base right that she's kind of booby trapped and it wasn't yeah. even
1: really a booby trap. She says they will never see me coming, and then she has one little mine, and then she's behind a sand dune shooting, and that's not a that's not a booby trap.
0: Well, it, that is a booby trap. Mm.
1: It is with the definition of a booby trap. Well, she says they will never see me coming.
0: Mm-hmm. You're, right, she's you're
1: like, right. You're right. It I, was I, it was. I, yeah.
0: No, in her place, but uh, but it, either way,
1: yeah. But um, well, you also yeah. get like a Top Gun scene too, right? Where there's flying through the mountains. That was cool.
0: Yeah, there there were some, again, the action scenes were pretty cool in this in this movie. It's just that the story just kind of just seemed to be all over the place. That's what my, I think my main problem was of this movie was. It was just like it jumped very quickly from one to the other. But, but Eric,
1: why is that a problem? I mean, one of the things that you and I have complained for years with Movie Guys podcast and even with the most recent review of The Batman, It's too long. This movie is a brisk hour 40. That's exactly what we need. So if – I mean like I'm kind of confused on when you complain that movies are too long, but then we get a new new movie that's an hour and 40, and it's just moving too fast for you. I mean like – What's, no, no, what's no, argument? no.
0: I'm not saying that it's moving too fast. I'm, I'm saying that you, you, you're moving in different directions because you, you have different characters that you need to introduce at the same part, too. Like, we're at this point, and we have not even met the father yet. Which I didn't think we would, because I knew the Hulk was going to be in it.
1: But I thought the Hulk was going to be the boyfriend that Jennifer Gardner was dating in the beginning until we saw the guy.
0: Right, you and, know what I mean, and I get that everyone's connected, you know it's it's Adam one Adam two parents of Adam, and then Adam's girlfriend, um, we'll even go as far to say as the evil aunt of Adam, you know, uh, and I know she's not the aunt, but you know she's she oh, dad's friend, you know uh, which I hate you hate too yeah, yeah, again, it doesn't need to be uh like that, um, she kind of played like a weird villain. Is, is well, too, but she didn't need to be... She was a horrible villain. Horrible Yeah, villain. And, and at the end, that, that whole thing at the end just seemed really, really dumb. Okay, well, look. I, I don't want to get to the end. No, but no, no, we're not getting to the end. I'm I, saying it's I frustrated. Here's the thing. Is, is I, I know I do. Uh, it seems like I'm complaining about this movie, but it just... Uh, any reason... To, why they did something felt like it was the first idea. You, you know, it felt like it was the first draft. And they were just like, yeah, that works. Just just do that. Put it in the movie, and and let's just kind of move on. It's like, oh, well, how does she uh, save the day? Oh, she's got all these future weapons that she that she kept for two years. while well, she lived off the grid, and she's got weapons still and uh and she's got the property no one's asking questions you know and it's just like, well that's but do you need that
1: answer though because that's the thing is we don't even know how they find adam all the time not once in the movie does he say which we would get in the movie like this oh my god give me a knife i gotta get the track ear tracker out of my body somewhere right i mean that's typical in these kind of movies that scene
0: never happens so how do they know where Adam is all the time? And well, then that's also just, her. I, I, as I said I feel like any moment that they would have to develop the characters, they put for for comedy in, instead, or or really just for for maybe for banter. Um, it seemed like there was a lot of that in in the dad. I can understand the the part of the of the mom for for Jennifer Gardner. Like she didn't need to have a, a big role. She needed to be the anchor of. Adam of young and old Adam. That's that's who the you know what I mean? Like, that's the point. You thought it was the father because that's who was lost. But the entire time it was the mom. Like, that's what you know what I mean? Like, there's your boomerang. There's where it comes back around. Uh, Then introducing the the loved one. The loved loss there too is the motivation, and, and I get that as well too. But now you add sacrifice into this movie as well too, when it, it really didn't need that because you already got shot. You already did that by going back in time, and and then you did it again too. So it's like you, you know, uh, it, one sacrifice isn't enough, and it just seemed like there was a lot of extremes in that part too. When other movies did that with little, with with less than than that. Um, Having the dad then go on, we assume, the, for the rest of his life, knowing that he's just going to be at peace with, you know, uh, dying one day uh, unexpectedly. Just, you know, however however it is. Like, uh, him piecing together that, oh, the reason why you came back here is because I'm dead. And that must be what what it is. Adding, like, that that meta, that method to it is like to what to destroy the, the bad guys, you know, the, the fusion core reactor thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then at the end that, that big Ghostbusters explosion to have everyone there involved with it too. It just seemed like, uh, like a a whole lot for, for, for something that is just uh, for the characters, for for them to go through. Um, But whatever, they did time travel. Here's the thing, though, is that I think this is a very interesting
1: review because I've seen this movie totally differently. Because I'll just go ahead and use a wrestling term here, break kayfabe, (laughs) meaning that behind the scenes here, I didn't want to see this movie. I didn't care. I mean, it was was the newest Netflix Netflix movie that came out just a, a while ago. It was something before we get into our theater runs here coming up this late spring and early summer. So I didn't care. I pressed play. I was going to this spoiler-free, not caring. And I think I had a better time than you did because I just – I didn't care about the characters. I didn't care about their issues, and I didn't care about the um, uh, – like the joltiness of the story. Left, right, left, right, left, right. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. and, and and because I didn't care, I was munching on my popcorn, having a great time. That's this kind of movie to me. This is no different than you than you loving Fast and Furious because this is bad, but it's a fun, good bad.
0: You know, and, and that's really what it is. Is that I, I don't think maybe I I had shifted into that gear. part my 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 pun for that then for mm-hmm. years, years uh, to. To get into that to, to think that this was turn off your brain silly i thought for a moment because they were adding a bit of the science into there that they were trying to no. take itself a bit seriously but then you have the fight scenes where they do a lot of these the the twirling and the spinning and uh the the level up weapons where it turns from this into this and then they are basically invincible the guy has been shot, but you wouldn't know it from all the acrobats that he's doing to dodge and all the, all the, all the bad guys. Uh, which, by the way, too, like these these bad guys have mastered. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like flight, uh, time travel, and uh, just, just basically, uh, almost of any sort of surveillance and monitoring. But they can't take out one guy. Like right. they, the it's only stupid. thing that we have. Uh, this, this, uh, I'm sorry, a trillion dollar company. All we have are fighting robots. That's all we have to do to take control. We don't have any sort of like uh, you know cage that so we can just drop on this guy. They're not even robots.
1: They're actually dudes. Oh, They're not we, robots.
0: Excuse me. Yeah, the robot. Which or, yeah, dudes is stupid. Then. And we're gonna do it one at a time by the way too don't don't do it all don't you know we, we don't have like a net or like a taser we could throw at them from from a from a distance we want everyone to go in melee style. It just it was just like a typical movie, and that's that's why I guess i'm I'm yawning is because it it was the same movie like just like you said like I feel like I've seen this before, and yeah it it stuck it stuck to the to the color of my numbers.
1: Okay, so then I'm going to quote Russell Crowe from Gladiator in 2000. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I, I yeah, mean, like. I am. The, I, I am. I'm entertained. It's Ryan Reynolds, Eric. I mean, I'm not pressing play on Netflix expecting Ryan Reynolds to move me.
0: I'm Are not expecting
1: you? Ryan Reynolds to give me a Joker piece. I'm expecting Ryan Reynolds to do his slapstick Deadpool shtick and have some action. Who cares about time travel? This movie doesn't care about time travel. This movie says things about time travel, but then it completely negates what it sets up with time travel. So, no, I I mean, like, I mean, because here's the thing, case in point, they go back to 2018, they go to uh, their dad's lecture, and then he sits there, Ryan Reynolds, and makes some comment, and his dad's like, class dismissed, and they leave, and he keeps on staring at Ryan Reynolds, and he goes, Adam, how would you know? By the way, your son's pushing 50 at this point. How would you know? But all right. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm the godfather in time travel? I can't talk to you people, right? I mean, come on. We've seen this a thousand times, right? The guy who creates the time travel, who freaks out the the Doc Brown scene, if you will, but then something happens where he changes his heart, and his heart grows three sizes that big that day and (laughs) – decides to help out for the greater good. And he may die as a sacrifice or he may not die. We don't know because I have seen this movie, meaning this story, because if you have seen this story because hundreds and thousands of millions of people have seen this kind of movie. You know what you're getting. And that's why for me, I'm not dogging on it because this movie is very forgettable. I'm never going to see it again. There's not one scene in this movie to make me go, I'm going to YouTube that clip later in the future, right? Mm-hmm. No, this is not a spoiler for my popcorn rating. I'm just trying to say before we get to the big battle at the end. But it, it's, it's this, this movie is just stupid fun. And I guess what is irritating me a little bit is you're sitting there, take this the right way. You're sitting there going, okay, but what about this? What about this? And it's like, Eric, this movie doesn't give a shoot. It does not give a shit, dude. It just doesn't give a shit. I, it just doesn't. So it's like, you know, do you want do you want light beer or do you want craft beer? well, unfortunately, on specials is light beer. You know what I mean? I mean that's what you're gonna get.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, and uh, here I'm a hundred percent with you. It's just hmm. forgettable. You know, it, it's I don't really know what I was expecting, but I I kind of just was like, oh yeah, well that was I guess I was expecting that. Like, that was <laughs> – like, I guess that was it. I, was like, I get it. You, you know, you ever, you know, like, go into a salad bar it's just like, oh, yeah, well, I guess it's a salad bar. Like, I don't know what else I, I was expecting.
1: Yeah, do I want radishes or sesame seeds on this? Look, hey, you know what? Uh, I want to say one more thing before we get into the big fight at the end. I will totally be on your team. I would totally analyze – And just go through this movie and pick it apart if this movie didn't have any stupid action. If this movie didn't have some stupid CEO that future self tells 2018 self, hey, do what I tell you to do because I'm future you and you're going to be a trillionaire, right? If it was this Ryan Reynolds coming back with his 12-year-old self and them figuring this plot out themselves Mm -hmm. without all these shenanigans, then you may have a movie.
0: (laughs) <laughs> That's the thing, right? It's the 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 step into, like, what's going to happen next in the movie. I, I can right. almost hear the villain just be like, oh, well, you know, let me just get into the speech right here, and then you'll never stop me as I walk over here to the X on the floor. <laughs> right. Okay, so let's
1: talk about the video real quick, okay? So one of the things that really irritates me about this villain is that older villain, future villain, comes back to 2018 and talks to 2018 villain and 2018 villain has a heart at this moment. Like, I mean, you can tell like the actress is like portraying, you know, hey, I don't agree with what you're saying, but I'm weak and I'm going to do what you say anyway. Like that was interesting conflict all the way to the end, all the way into the end. And I mean, the very end for that character. Right. I mean, she she portrayed conflict, but they go to the James Bond layer that's not in a volcano, but it's. Almost, it's yeah. like half on an
0: island, half not, but whatever. It's a hillside. Right, hillside. Yeah, It's, yeah. Very, it's a, it's a f- layer. It's a layer.
1: Oh, yeah. All that, was, all that was needing was like some theme music and all the henchmen to look – actually, all the henchmen looked the same. So pretty much a Bond villain uh, uh, headquarters. And we get the big, huge reactor, right? We have seen this reactor, right? This is the art Reactor for Marvel. Right? I mean, like, we have seen this kind of stuff before. Nothing's yes. new. Dad's there helping out. Shenanigans ensue. We get a big fight. The evil henchman finally gets it. And building's collapsing within itself. And the bad villain has everybody in the, in the scopes, says, I'm going to pull the trigger. Pulls the trigger. Bullet goes a couple inches and turns to the right hits younger self-villain, kills her, older self-villain dies, and the dad's like, huh, science, because it's metal bullet-piercing rounds. Okay. <laughs> right there, Eric, you see what I mean? It's yes. like, It's like, how did you know? And he's like, because of science. It's a metal bullet, so it's going to turn towards the magnet.
0: Stupid! <gasps> so when so not the gun have gone now you're thinking sorry i didn't i didn't that was my bad was my, i i shouldn't have i shouldn't have said that
1: that stupid bullet curve scene makes just as much sense as them jumping cliffs in the recent fast and furious movie eric it's the same
0: thing but again like i feel it's like one movie thing. is is trying to be dumb and the other one's trying to be you know smart when this one's just like well in case you didn't know how magnets work they only work when the bullet is outside of the gun and not when it's inside of the gun
1: well yes because i also the fact too that he has his double darth maul lightsaber fighting the guy but then when the guy knocks him down the double lightsaber like falls away and then it gets sucked (laughs) and it's like it's not taking you with it like (laughs) it's it's stupid it's stupid i mean this magnet thing is stupid but it's yeah. fun. It's fun. This is Fast and the Furious. This is Jurassic World. This is popcorn junk food. That's
0: a weird thing. You know, don't even think about that either. Like when when he's knocking people back into time or back into whatever you want to call it, killing them. I guess it's like selectively. What go? What is going back in there? You know, it's just like, is it? Can the gun? So the guns can stay then, right? So if they come back and they leave that. So if they don't touch, I, I whatever. Now I'm thinking again.
1: Yeah, yep, there you go. You're going cross-eyed. Nope, stay with me here. Don't yeah. go cross-eyed. Don't mean to. Right. Everything is over with. They go back to the house because middle of the movie, we find out that old Adam has a memory that, well, has a repressed memory that young Adam tells him that, no, Dad was not a jerk no matter how tired he was. He always played catch with us. That was a big deal, playing catch. So, with that being said, the James Bond lair has caved into itself. Villain's dead. We got the dad, old Adam, and young Adam together, and the dad's like, "Hey, you guys shouldn't be here since we destroy, destroy time travel." And both of them said, which I kind of smirked at as a crap line, "Yeah, we feel kind of weird." <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. it's
0: exactly the line. I know exactly what you're Yeah.
1: You guys shouldn't be here. Yeah, I know. We feel kind of weird. I don't feel so
0: good, Mr. Stark. Yeah.
1: Yeah, right. right. So then they go out back, and they're playing catch, and we get the music, the somber music, and Ryan Reynolds is smiling at younger Adam, and young Adam is smiling at Dad, and ha-ha, ha-ha-ha, right? And then somebody throws the ball over you know, the Hulk's head, and he goes to get the ball, and oh, they're gone. Where'd they go? They went back to their timelines. Whoa. Whoa. So then we get young Adam hugging his mom, saying, Mom, I'm not going to suspend it anymore. I'm going to do good. And then know that dad's dead. And then, boom, goes to college. He's in an astronomy class. Here comes Gomorrah. Wrong building, wrong class. Ryan Reynolds sleeps with his eyes open. Hilarious. Wife chuckled, "Ha ha ha," and he's like, "Hey, I found you." And she goes, "What?" And ba 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 credits. You see what I'm saying? This is jumping mountains with cars. This is stupid.
0: Yeah, but I, again, um, I think that's I think that's what it was trying to to be. Just kind of like this cutesy little little date movie? I, I, don't even, I don't even want to call it that. I don't know, a family movie? A, a summer, a spring a filler movie? What the hell kind of movie do you call this?
1: This is supposed to be Deadpool, Eric, because what you're failing to realize, and, and I'm being very cocky for a reason, is that Ryan Reynolds was always a hit-and-miss actor. He came out with Van Wilder, did his rom-coms, did the proposal, for God's sakes, for Sandra Bullock. He was nothing.
0: Until Deadpool, really? He, he, I mean, he, oh, he tried. Green Lantern. No, I would not say that. He, he was fine. Nothing, and uh, he until was Deadpool. He was, he was a B-level actor. Green wow. Lantern destroyed his career. I think he was, he was on the come up. I think he had a lot of, mm-hmm. a, a lot of, of, of whatever. Because, like, okay, aside from from Deadpool, here, let me, let me pull it up here. Why you're pulling it up, let me finish my point. My point is,
1: is that Deadpool had a very safe formula. It is a romantic comedy. It is a drama. It's an action. And it's a sleazeball comedy. And Ryan Reynolds can do that. So we're going to make this movie, which, argue with me if you disagree, that this is pretty much Deadpool. Meaning that it is safe. This is what Ryan Reynolds' range is. And this is the best he can do because this is the same exact beats that he's hitting, the same
0: emotional beats that he's hitting, <laughs> what they did with Deadpool. So he is uh, definitely typecasted in many of the things because he plays Ryan Reynolds in a lot of things. Van Wilder, we know, Deadpool, we know, and uh, a lot of these types of movies, we know, even Pikachu. Detective Pikachu,
1: right? But that's after Deadpool. I mean, he was casted as. I mean, it was not Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. He did a a lot of
0: comedy before Deadpool. Like Many Ways to Die in the West. Uh, He did voiceovers. He did like Ted, The Crudes, R.I.P.D. Remember, remember that one. Uh, But he also did some. uh, Yes, he did Green Lantern, and we don't have to talk about that too. But he also did some action stuff too. Remember Safe House. Not uh, good. I remember Hitman's
1: Bodyguard? Hitman's Bodyguard is Deadpool again.
0: Uh buried that uh, that remake. No,
1: that wasn't good. You know that wasn't
0: good. No, but he tries, I mean like no, to he do something seriously. Paperman. No. What about that? I that that little uh, awkward people. uh weird art, art, art house film.
1: This is something that I dislike, but I have to accept. Amityville
0: Horror Smoking Amityville Aces. Wh-
1: Okay, let's let's talk about Amazil. He played, Horror. he played Ryan Reynolds in I actually, I actually did like him in Amazil Horror. Um, I'm going to say before we get into our popcorn rating. I don't like to say it, but in this case, it's true. Ryan, just do Deadpool. That does not mean you have to do a Deadpool 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Meaning that character, what you're comfortable playing, just continue to do. Because that's what you're going to do to make people laugh. If you try to do Buried, if you try to do Emmyville Horror, the proposal, they will turn on you. Because I have. (laughs) I mean, that's that's, that's what this is, Eric. This is Deadpool meets Fast and the Furious with time travel. It's crazy action.
0: Well, they are doing, uh, he's doing a lot. I I guess he's doing a uh, Christmas Carol remake. He's playing Scrooge. Of course he is. And guess what? He's going to be playing Deadpool as Scrooge. You know he is. A musical version of Dickens' uh, story. Uh, wow. You know he's going to be just like that. Well, we'll see. He's also going to be in Clue.
1: Yeah, see, he, again, he's going to be Deadpool. He's going to play, let me guess, the Tim Curry character, right?
0: I don't know. He, I may get see him as a Professor Plum. No, nah, he'll be Tim Curry. Let's
1: get into a pop rating. So uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to let you go last because I'm not going to ramble. I just want to make this short and sweet. Um, I said at the beginning of this episode, I didn't know what to do. And I will tell you what my thought was. It was either a large bag or a medium for me. It was not below a medium. Because this movie is forgettable. I know that's a contradiction. However, though, it was stupid fun. I was entertained. Meaning, I pressed play I didn't pause to go to the bathroom. I was munching on popcorn, having fun. And isn't that really what a movie is supposed to be about? Mm -hmm. Really? I mean, getting movies like Joker and 1917, some of these big movies that we reviewed that were serious and everything. Is that what a movie is supposed to be about, or is this a movie? You know what I mean? So um, I was debating on giving it a large, Eric, because – It did exactly what I expected it to do, which was tell me a stupid story with Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool. Um, But it is forgettable, and I'm never going to go back and watch any scenes. I'm never going to go back and watch this stuff on YouTube. Um, Ryan Reynolds is fine. He's not a bad actor. He's just Ryan Reynolds. Everybody was fine. Everybody knew. That's the good thing about this movie, too. The another reason why that I didn't know if I was gonna give this a large or not, So because everybody from the Hulk to Jennifer Garner to Young Adam to Gamora knew what movie they were making, showed up, did their scenes, got their paycheck. So, like, is it bad? So, for me to end it, it's you know what, solid medium. It's a medium bag. It's something to tell your friends about that they can watch with their spouse. But other than that, it's just not something that you seek out. So a medium bag. But at the beginning of this episode, I was leaning towards a large. So Eric, what is your popcorn rating for the Adam
0: Project? I went into this thinking it was going to be a medium, thinking it might talk me up or down. But I think I'm going to stick with a medium, just a solid it's it the movie came in did its job and and that's it it didn't leave a mark it's not going to be talked about for you know years down the line it's it's a netflix movie it's like a direct to dvd feature type of thing one of those it's fine it's an adventure movie uh i i agree I i was entertained with it like the action was fun the every character in there is is always fun to see on screen so uh i always like their interaction with each other There, there's good banter the kid worked i mean if it's his first movie he did a really good job i feel like he just got along really well with everybody i felt like uh, i said it before that the story was frantic that um they were just kind of writing it as it as they were shooting it it just kind of seemed like oh what do we do next uh then they do this then we do this then we do this it just really just kind of just hurried along it it didn't seem like it was a polished story but i might just be nitpicking on the dumb stuff on the little things here um but again that's just interpretation it felt like it wanted to be one thing when it's addressed certain parts of like time travel but then it felt like it was just going to be back to silly when they would just ignore some of the things that they had just pointed out. Uh, but that's what we wanted, just like you said. We wanted some some blasts, we wanted some space shoots and and gunfights, and you know, um, smiles, some hugs, and some tears along the way. I wanted to call my mom after the movie. Uh, it, it was fine you know I, I had a good time with it so it it wasn't bad but it, it just wasn't memorable it's yeah just, it's a, just medium it's just an average movie if if someone asks, they go what'd you think it's just like yeah yeah you know if you're if you're bored it's fine you know good good friday night movie just kind of throw on in the in the background just to kind of whatever the hell but um yeah I, i'm i'm not saying go get it you know go 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 get the t-shirt go get the poster yeah the funny thing is that i think this is the first time that you
1: and i a hundred percent agreed since don't breathe Two, where we trash that movie so i'm kind of curious to see where this is going to go for our movie guys awards every year if anything because this could be something that could be a second look i don't know uh but yeah no i i agree with you this is this is Medium. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's not crap. It's not great. It's fine. So, you know, what kind of stinks to Eric before we close out the show is recently over the past year or so, I've, come, I've been kind of feeling that medium bag has kind of been like a cop out. You know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, it's, it's not a large. It's not a small. It's a medium. It's eh. But for this movie, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I've, I've kind of changed my mind and like, yeah, medium bags have a place. A medium bag of popcorn has its place in the world of movie guys podcast because this movie's definitely a medium bag of
0: popcorn. Yeah, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Where you feel like giving a medium bag to a movie is just like no, you know, there's there's had to have been something about this movie that made it, you know, uh, that that memorable where it gets the large or you know that impactful or or it really was not that well put together where it gets the small. It, to, to say that it's a medium it's in itself is just silly, but it's like, no, this one is, is actually just that. It just kind of flatlined right down the middle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I totally agree with you. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Like always, you can check us out on any social media platform or whatever you get your podcast from. We are on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, amazon music and apple podcasts so whatever you get your podcast from we are on and also check us out on our main site if you want to see all the archives of every single film that we reviewed since 2015 and that is at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com eric thank you so much for joining me tonight for this discussion and we will be back next week for another awesome episode have a good night